Hello again, wrestling fans. I am Sean, coming to you from London, Ontario, and we are back with Fantasy Warfare Tournament. We were off for November and December, you know, holidays, COVID issues, just a lot of craziness going on in this world, uh, and also with our uh, group of uh, analysts. So, you know, we had to take the time off, but we are back. It is January, it is 2021, and we are doing the greatest mid-card champions. Uh, basically, we're going to look at uh, the NWA, WCW, US uh, champions. We're going to look at the WWE US champions, WWF Intercontinental champions, and WWE Intercontinental champions. There's a group of uh, them to go through. We're going to go 64, but we can't do it without everybody else here. So we're going to bring in Steven. Hey, guys. In Toronto. How are you doing, Steven? It's been a, a while. Better. Yeah, I mean, I was I tested positive for COVID, so I had to self-isolate, and that kicks the shit out of you. So it kind of threw a monkey wrench into all of our November and December plans. We will get back into the November Survivor Series eventually. I mean we might save it until next year. Yeah, I mean stuff happens, life happens and this 2020 was a hell of a year if you see me looking over it's because i'm watching the world junior semifinal game with team canada so that tells you when we're taping this so awesome. yeah i was uh going to watch that as well but uh yeah i haven't gotten the chance to but it's definitely on replay uh we need a third person if we're going to uh, run down any sort of tournament and have odd numbers and speaking of odd, from Niagara Falls, hey. it's Jonesy. How are you, Jonesy? Now, I will say the World Juniors, personally, I don't think it should be happening. Uh, I'm sorry with COVID, and you want us to take it seriously, but yet you let this happen? Like, come on. None of this should be happening. But hey, anyway, we have, we have, that's we enough about that stuff. We have politicians going to St. Bart's and stuff. At this point... That's true. At this point, at least these guys are in a bubble in Edmonton. They're not they they get to go to their hotel rooms, the hotel and the rink, and that's it. So it's better than the politicians traveling to and from all over the vacationing world while we all get stuck in houses. Yeah, it is true. Well, I, and, uh, I, hope, I hope they, I hope they all get um yeah. So um yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Okay, so this week in our, hold on. in our chat, guys, I did send a, a link just so you guys know. It's got the this whatever you can edit it out or not. I don't care. It's got the length and how the reigns. Oh, so yeah. probably the same list I ended up using. Um, so, anyways, we are going to uh, do the greatest NWA WCW. Uh, United States champion. So it's going to go from the first one, Harley race, all the way down to essentially when WWE took over and got rid of the title and merging it with the IC title. And that's where that lineage actually ends before they bring in their own version, which we'll do on another episode. So with that said, we looked at 16 of the uh, guys who won that title and we narrowed it down. Well, we looked at everybody. We narrowed it down to 16. And I'm going to show the video, as we normally do. And we'll get Steven to break down the uh, brackets in just a moment. 
And so that is our 16 that we're looking at. Steven, I'm going to bring up our bracket if you want to break down this list of guys who are definitely Hall of Famers. Yes, I know a lot of you are like, but but Ric Flair is the world champion. You'll be surprised on how many U.S. title reigns he's had. So match one is Steve Austin. At the time, he was known as Stunning Steve Austin versus Magnum T.A., you have then Ric Flair versus Greg the Hammer Valentine. You got Sergeant Slaughter versus Harley Race. Nikita Koloff versus Ricky Steamboat. Uh, the Natural Dustin Rhodes versus Bobo, Bra <laughs> versus Bobo Brazil. Roddy Piper versus Blackjack Mulligan. Brett the Hitman Hart versus Lex Luger, and Tully Blanchard versus Rick Rude. And there were some tough ones, at least for me, but I mean, some were pretty easy. And I'm a big NWA guy. I forgot about some of these guys having such a long reign or so many reigns. So I'm excited to get back into this uh, fantasy warfare. And that's the interesting part also with the fact that you look at some of these older ones with the fact that we're looking at the NWA and WCW. It was a time before the hot potato of a title reign where you're going to see guys with 300 plus days of title reigns or 200 plus days of title reigns. And then later on, you're going to see guys that had three. So. Yeah. It's definitely a contrast between what was then and what's now. Um, Jonesy, your thoughts on it before we dive into uh, match number one? You know, you said hot potato, and that, sir, I think might be the word of the night. Most likely. So we're going to start with matchup number one. It is stunning Steve Austin against Magnum TA. Um Myself, I loved uh, seeing Stunning Steve Austin and uh, growing into his character. And obviously, when he moved to WWE and everything that happened with uh, becoming Stone Cold, I didn't really get to see Magnum TA uh, much, uh, though. Looking at their stats, you got Steve Austin. He won his first uh, U.S. title December 27th, 1993 at Starcade in a best 203 falls match against uh, the natural Dustin Rhodes. He ended up holding that title for 240 days, losing it to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Then he was awarded it uh, after Steamboat had to drop it uh, at Fall Brawl 94, only to lose it moments later to Duggan, of all people, at that event. And that looks like his only title reigns that he had there. Great technician, and we probably saw even more with him uh, teaming with... Uh, Brian Pillman, but as far as uh, the U.S. title went, that was it. Flipping over to the other side, you got Magnum T.A. His first uh, title reign started March 23rd, 1985, and lasted 120 days, and he beat Wahoo McDaniels for it. And he ended up losing Ooh. it to Blanchard at uh, the Starcade pay-per-view Actually, no, he lost to Tully Blanchard before that. Uh, then his second title reign started November 28, 1985, and that was Starcade, where he beat Tully Blanchard in an I Quit cage match, which is renowned to this day. People still look at it as one of the greatest matches 
and he ended up holding it for 182 days, but was stripped uh, on May 1st, 1986 uh, for an altercation uh, and attacking Bob Geigel, which I believe is one of the sort of presidents of the NWA at the time. So that was the extent of Magnum TA's uh, U.S. title uh, career. And then, of course, he got into a uh, horrific accident and, you know, his career was uh, pretty much done. But looking at these two uh, works, you got Austin with uh, basically 240 days plus seven minutes, if even that, versus what, 302 days for Magnum CA. Not much difference in uh, days, but people remember more Magnum versus Tully in that I quit match at Starcade over anything else that was going on. So in my case, as much as I'm an Austin fan, I am going with Magnum TA to advance. Steven, over to you. This one wasn't tough for me. Even though I put both of these guys into the bracket, and I think Austin had a good reign, it's Magnum TA. It's a very easy... TA is much more recognized as a U.S. champ. Had it forever. So it's Magnum TA. Jonesy, is it a clean sweep? Well, I can waste time or I can say it's a clean sweep. So I'll say it's a clean sweep. Um, yeah. You know, with Magnum TA, that match he had with Tully Blanchard in the steel cage, I watched that off of the band years ago back in the 80s and I think I got that tape from National Video and uh, that match to me is like one of the big matches that got me to going from liking wrestling to loving it because it was it was different at the time uh, from what uh, WWF was uh, so yeah uh, Steve Austin entertaining but uh didn't have it that long and yeah to me duggan that they they crapped on austin okay <laughs> that's what they did yeah especially having him come out like that austin's better days were definitely ahead of him plus also in wcw with being a tag team with pillman and such so that moves us on to match number two and steven rick flair versus greg the hammer valentine so Ric Flair's first uh, U.S. title was won in July 29th of 1977 from Bobo Brazil. Um, he, he held it for 84 days, losing it to Ricky Steamboat. He, his second reign, he won it April 9th of 1978 from Mr. Wrestling. And this is where things start getting fun. He held it for 253 days. He then lost it to Ricky Steamboat, actually here in Toronto. He then, his third reign, he wins it April 1st of 1979 from Ricky Steamboat. His third reign, he holds it for 133 days. He then vacates it when he won the NWA Tag Team Championships four days prior. Snuka wins it. Ric Flair's fourth reign starts <laughs> April 19th of 1980. 
he obviously beats um, Jimmy Snuka. He holds it for a hundred or ninety-eight days. He then loses it at a house show to Greg Valentine. He then wins it back. It's a very WWE recognizes it. NWA technically didn't. We're gonna go with it. He holds that for fifty or sixty-four days, losing it to Roddy Piper. <sighs> There's a lot here. Well, just I think he's got one more. Maybe no, that was it. That's it. He doesn't. Thought he won it later towards the end of. No, maybe he doesn't. Whatever. He held it for ever. If I did all the math, it would be 600 plus days. Now you got Greg Valentine. Uh, where is he? Sorry, there's a secondary thing that we're looking at that we can see. Uh, he held, wins it. His first title wins it November 4th of 1982 from Wahoo McDaniels. He holds it for 163 days when he loses it to Roddy Piper. He then wins it again April 30th of 1983 from Roddy Piper. He then holds it for 229 days, which he loses to Dick Slater. And then his final um, one is the Ric Flair. I'm going Ric Flair only because he's got over 600 plus days. If I started doing the math, Flair's at minimum 600 plus days, if not a lot more. Um, so my vote's for Ric Flair. Jonesy? Uh, Blackjack Jonesy? Yeah, Blackjack Jonesy, that's right. Uh, he, okay, his feuds with Steamboat, Piper, and Snuka, uh, and Violent Time. Uh, I mean, they're all quality matches. Uh, Flair's a legend, uh, but I feel Flair is actually above the U.S. belt, in in my opinion, even then. Um, I'm voting for Valentine because Valentine, to me, is the perfect mid-card champion. You know he's never going to win the big one, but Valentine is not believable uh, major champion. Uh, that's why he never held the big one. So for a guy like that, he's perfect to hold the U.S. belt. Th this tournament to me is kind of selecting who's was the best to represent that and what it did for them uh we'll go down to valentine uh he won the title three times against wahoo just like flair did uh he beat flair for the title uh in in the feud that he had with piper in the, the dog collar match uh, Valentine is one of the toughest looking guys back in the 70s and 80s. Uh, and that, of course, before the hair dye and, um, you know, pairing with Honky. But uh, the U.S. title was important for Valentine and Valentine represented it best to me. So I, I, I got to strongly disagree uh, with voting for Flair. Not that he doesn't deserve it, but Valentine was just as tough as him and held it for a Good amount of time, so I gotta I gotta go with uh, Valentine, and hopefully I buttered uh, Sean enough to go. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, he's better. Well, Valentine did hold it. Did yeah. tournament. Flair held it for like triple the time total. So that doesn't mean he's better. 
he's a better champion. He held it more. It it, it was perfect but for was, him. But he was taking it away from someone that needed it. He didn't need it. He didn't. He wasn't the one booking it at the time. No, that came later on when uh, yeah. other wrestlers started booking as opposed to having the NWA booking committee uh, being able to do stuff. Um, yeah, you both make great uh, arguments for both sides. Uh, yes, the amount, we do. Day, the amount of days uh, for Flair definitely outweigh uh, Valentine, but I had done my bracket uh, the other day and. Uh, in mine, the dog collar match is what put it over for Valentine to move forward over Ric Flair. So I'm going with uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine. Uh, Jonesy and I always joke the fact that, you know, he needed at least 20 minutes just to get started and having a match and then uh, keep on going. And that shows you the toughness and uh, stamina of that guy. Well, able to go as long as he did. It's a shame, though, as Jonesy also pointed out, he got stuck with the Honky Tonk Man and being Boxcar uh, later on in his uh, career. But you, as, long, as, long, as long as Greg Valentine is still wrestling, once things get back to normal, I'm telling you, I, I, he is one of my guys that I would hire for a wrestling show just well, because he's so old, I want to see him in the ring. <laughs> He just showed up actually at AEW when uh, the late Brody Lee uh, defended the uh, TNT uh, title against uh, Cody in their uh, dog collar match as a homage to Piper and uh, Valentine. So they had him there okay. for that. So uh, as I said, two to one victory for Greg the Hammer Valentine. Moving on to take on Magnum TA in round number two. But we still have round number one to get through. And Jonesy, that takes us to our next matchup, Sergeant Slaughter against Harley Race. Uh, Court Slaughter is a legend, uh, not just in wrestling, but also as a living member of G.I. Joe, um, a former WWF champion and could pull off playing a good guy or a bastard. Uh, he could take a bump and was agile early in his career, uh, even performing drop kicks from the top rope you go watch some of his early stuff it's like it's like him and hogan hogan was a lot more agile and did a lot more stuff and and then like many many other uh, uh wrestlers wwf they went there and they seemed to lose talent um as far as in-ring ability hardly race uh <laughs> this guy didn't always look like a prime wrestler uh especially the order he got though he kind of looked more like a mob boss the order that he got um, but he's a multi-time champion who was on top for years, uh, then slowly slipped away as a wrestler. He definitely has my vote for toughness and uh, knew whoever beat him had to go through a tough match. Uh, you think of um, you think of a champion now as a healthy, good-looking champion, but race, uh, looking as tough as he did and backed it up, you look at the pictures of him with that belt. He looks good with any belt, but... It just looks like, you know what, you have to go through me to get this. Uh, but he held uh, he held it once, uh, believe it or not. I thought it was a hell of a lot more time than that. Uh, and the Sarge there, he held it twice. Um, and he did, 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 won it from a tournament uh, for the um, U.S. belt. And then uh, he lost it to good old uh, Wahoo. 
So I'm voting for uh, the good old uh, Sarge, not Sarge, Sarge. <laughs> yeah, um, you said about Harley Race having a bunch of times and then uh, noticed that you only had it once. He was the very first uh, champion holding it for 183 days. And he won it in the tournament, uh, beating Johnny Valentine in the finals. But he ended up uh, ultimately losing it to Valentine, as I said, 183 days later. Uh, Slaughter ended up getting his from uh, Steamboat when the title was vacant and held it for 229 days, losing it to Wahoo. And then he got it back. He was awarded it after Wahoo was injured, uh, being beat up by uh, Morocco and uh, Piper and held it for another 76 days before losing it to Wahoo. So just that feud in itself um, and being able to hold it uh, as he did, for me, it's also Sergeant Slaughter. Is it a clean sweep? Steven? It's not. I just thought Brace was a better champ overall. He was the original U.S. champ, so he got my vote. So it's a 2-1. 2-1 victory uh, and takes us to halfway point of the first round, and we have Nikita Koloff, the Russian sickle, taking on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. So Nikita Koloff uh, first won it. August 17th, 1986, beating uh, Magnum TA in a best of seven series. Uh, he held it for 328 days and lost it to Luger in a steel cage match at the Great American Bash. So he was only a one-time uh, champion. You go over to the other side of things, and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, uh, first one at October 21st, 1977 from Ric Flair, held it for 72 days and lost it to Blackjack Mulligan. Then he got it back December uh, 17th, 78, from Ric Flair, held it for another 107 days, losing it uh, back to Ric Flair. So they almost had their uh, famed series in, from the 90s all the way back in the 70s, and this time it was for the U.S. title before they started uh, their best of three uh, that they're best known for in the early 90s. Uh, so then Ricky's third uh, reign came April uh, 21st, 84, winning it from Dick Slater and held it for 64 days. Lost it to Wahoo McDaniels. Surprisingly, he's not in this uh, tournament, considering how many times we've heard his name pop up. Uh, and then his final reign was uh, August 24th, 94, winning it from Steve Austin, holding it only for 25 days and had to forfeit it due to injury at Fall Brawl 94, where they were actually supposed to have a rematch at that event. And, well, as we just discussed earlier, Duggan ended up getting it, and the world was never the same since. Um, looking at it, though, um, I love the fact that Nikita was so dominating, uh, holding it for 328 days. Uh, in the manner he did, and having to win it in a best of seven series over Magnum TA. But I'm going with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat just because it was uh, also uh, mentioned before the forerunner to what happened later on with Steamboat Flair. And I love the uh, series of battles with uh, Steamboat Austin. So for me, it's Ricky Steamboat. Uh, 
for me, it's Ricky Steamboat. If you go back and watch those matches against Ric Flair, you'll see why. Nikita, if he doesn't get hurt, probably has more reigns. And the reason why I didn't include Wahoo in this list is he was on the committee booking this. So there might have been a little, I want the title this time. So I'm going Ricky. Is it a clean sweep, Jonesy? Uh, no. Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Ricky had it three times. Uh, and WA, US champ, and once with WCW. Uh any steamboat match is a joy, uh, but you know what? I, the Russian, he was just massive. Uh, he looked good. Uh, I really liked Nikita Koloff. Uh, and just going through all his, his uh, there's what I wrote for him. Um, uh, so he had the, a huge feud with Magnum TA, uh, he won the best out of seven matches to win the U.S. title and went on to unify. Okay, he unified his U.S. title with the NWA National Heavyweight Belt and would feud with Rick uh, Rude for the belt. Uh, though he held it only once, he was dominating for a time as a top champion. Like, he didn't hold it just for a few days. Uh, Ricky, yeah, he's the better wrestler in that, but again, U.S. champ. Uh, to me, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is a great wrestler, but he's not a champion. To me, I don't, he doesn't need the belt. And that's why I kind of like, you know what? He didn't need the belt to be great. A guy like Nikita needed the belt. Um, so when, when, when he had it, it counted. That's why I'm going with him. That's enough of wasting that time, though. I wonder how many more times, how longer some of Ricky's uh, title reigns would have been if uh, possibly Bonnie hadn't gotten involved. Because his wife always was like, oh, we need more money. If you don't uh, get it, you're out of here. And he, unfortunately, as a wonderful husband at the time, went, okay, and left. So who knows what uh, Ricky's uh, actual title legacy would have been if not listening to the wife. So Steamboat, though, moves on to round number two. And the next part of round number one, match number five, we have the natural Dustin Rose taking on Bubba So Dustin Rhodes, first title, he wins the U.S. title, wins January 11th, 1993. Uh, he defeated Ricky Steamboat. Um it was supposed to be a number one contenders match, but Rick Rude vacated the title. So Rude or Dustin Rhodes wins the title, holds it for 110 days. Um, and then it's put up, it's it's vacated. And then he wins it again from Rick Rude in the rematch. So his second would be August 30th, 1993. He then holds it again for 119 days to lose it to Steve Austin. And then you got Bobo Brazil. Uh, his first title win is July 7th, 1977. He holds it for 22 days. And I did not see him 
again. So I'm going Dustin Rhodes. Um, it just Dustin Rhodes, as much as his dad was booking, he did, he was a better champ. He held it for combined over 300 days. Bobo Brazil's only U.S. title reign was 22 days. So I'm going Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, Dad, uh, uh, Dustin Rhodes, baby. Uh, uh, he won it against former tag team partner Ricky Steamboat. Uh, his second win, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking for... I think that's all I had on that one, really. Uh, but, because uh, I'm just... I don't uh, um, need to go over that. Anyways, so yeah, Dustin Rhodes. And it is a clean sweep because I was a mark for... Uh, Dustin, ever since I saw him show up in WWE that day on Saturday Night's May event, we've discussed that before. And his matches, whether he was teaming with or going against with Steamboat and this Battle of Austin, way better than a 22-day transitional champion from Blackjack Mulligan to Ric Flair, with Brazil basically being a footnote. Uh, so that's a clean sweep for Dustin. Moving on to match number... Six. Oh, there he is. Because you're up, Jonesy, with Rowdy Rowdy Piper taking yeah. on Blackjack Mulligan. Is this an indication with your name of what we're to expect? Uh, I'm not. Uh, I haven't uh, selected on this one yet. Um, oh. So, anyways, uh, Rowdy Piper. Uh, he was born in '54, and he passed away in 2015. Uh, he may be best known in the World Wrestling Federation, uh, though he had worked in many territories before that. Uh, although he was Canadian because of his Scottish heritage, he was billed as coming from Glasgow. Um, and was known for his signature uh, kilt and bagpipe entrance music. Uh, Piper earned the nickname Rowdy and Hot Rod by displaying his trademark uh, Scottish rage, spontaneity, and a quick wit. Uh, he's considered by many to be the greatest heel or villain wrestler ever. And uh, Piper was always my favorite uh, growing up. He accumulated 34 championships, hosted the popular WWFE interview segment, Piper's Pit, uh, which uh, facilitated numerous feuds. In 2005, Piper was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame by Ric Flair. Outside of wrestling, Piper acted in dozens of films, blah, 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 blah. Blah. Now, Blackjack Mulligan, uh, he's better known by his ring name, Blackjack Mulligan, of course, and was an American professional wrestler, uh, football player. Uh, he is the father of Barry and Kendall Wyndham, father-in-law of Mike Rotunda, and a maternal uh, grandfather of Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas. Uh, he's got a lot of Blood in the line, as uh, they say. Blackjack uh, returned to singles wrestling uh, in the Jim Crockett promotions where he would go on to hold the NWA, uh, NWA United States Heavyweight Championship and the mid-Atlantic version of the NWA World Tag Team Champion with Ric Flair. Uh, you know what? Both of these guys didn't really stand out much to me because they didn't seem to hold the damn belt long. So except for the fact that Piper was in that big feud. I, I'm only going with Piper because I don't know enough about Black 
Jack Mulligan as far as watching him wrestle. Uh, and again, Piper, he was a main event guy, but he never needed the big belt. Uh, and I think he had carried this one well. So I'm going with the pipe. Okay. Um, well, I would agree with uh, some of your uh, segments that Piper definitely didn't need a title, and that's why we never did see him with a uh, the big gold from a, either uh, WCW, NWA, or uh, WDE. Uh, but looking at their U.S. title reigns, Piper got his uh, from Ric Flair in January uh, 27th, 1981, from Ric Flair holding it 193 days, losing it to Wahoo. Um, then he ended up getting it April 16th, uh, 93 from Valentine, but only held it 14 days because then Valentine got it back, um, when they had a match and he had a big cut over his eye and the referee stopped it and awarded it back to Valentine. And like we mentioned at the top of the show, unfortunately he was one of those lovely guys who won a title in the late nineties because February 8th, 99, he beat Bret Hart for it but only held it for 13 days just to drop it to Scott Hall. So that's Piper's uh, resume for the U.S. title. Looking over at Blackjack, he ended up beating Paul Jones uh, on March 13, 76, and held it for 217 days, only to lose it back to Paul Jones. Then his second reign had him uh, beating Paul Jones and having it for 11 days and uh, giving it back to Jones. So they were tossing it back and forth, hot potato, like uh, the word of uh, earlier. Uh, he beat uh, Paul Jones and held it for 204 days to lose it to Bobo Brazil, which was the 22-day uh, transition to R Ric Flair. And then he uh, beat Ricky Steamboat uh, and held it for 77 days on January uh, 1st of uh, 96, not 96, 76, uh, and lost it to Mr. Wrestling. So Blackjack Mulligan definitely had a better uh, title reign, I would say, and uh, overall thing with the U.S. title. Uh, so Blackjack Mulligan is getting my vote, and we'll see if it's Mulligan or Piper going on to the next round. Steven. Mulligan. Blackjack. More reigns. I just if you go back and watch Blackjack in the 70s, you'll see Barry Windham. And so it's Blackjack for me. So a 2-1 victory uh, there. Moving on to our next matchup, and that, I believe, is me. Uh, matchup number seven is Brett the Hitman Hart taking on Lex Luger, the total package. So Bret Hart uh, made his way from WWE after holding the uh, Intercontinental title, tag title, five-time uh, world title uh, for WWF, and moved over to WCW after the infamous screw job and saw himself getting the U.S. title because, well, the main event scene and the world belt was held up by the other guys being Hogan and all of them uh, for a long while before he could get through it. But July 20th, uh, he ended up uh, getting the vacant title by beating uh, DDP, held it for 21 days, losing it to Lax Luger. Then he uh, beat Luger three days later on August 13th, 
98, held up for 74 days to drop it to DDP. He beat DDP on November 30th, 98, and held it for 70 days, losing it to Piper, as we just discussed. For, uh, that was 13 days later that Piper lost it. And then he beat uh, Bill Goldberg October 25th, 1999, and held it for 14 whole days before losing it to Scott Hall, just like Piper did. So that was Bret Hart's uh, U.S. title reign in WCW. Looking over at Lex Luger, he ended up winning it July 11th, uh, uh, 87 at the Great American Bash, uh, holding it for 138 days by beating Nikita Koloff in a steel cage match. He ended up losing it to Dusty Rhodes at Starcade. Then his second reign was February 20th, uh, 89, at the Chi-Town uh, Rumble, beating Barry Windham and held it for 76 days and lost it to Michael Hayes, of all people. Uh, then uh, his third title reign was May 22nd, 89, uh, getting it back from uh, P.S. Hayes and held it for... This looks like it's 523 days and lost it uh, to Stan Hansen. So that's a long title reign there. And then his fourth title reign was December 16, 1990 at Starcade from uh, Hansen in a bull rope match uh, and held it for uh, 210 days, vacated on July 14, 91 at the Great American Bash when he won the world title. His fifth and final uh, U.S. title reign was August 10th, 98, beating Bret Hart, holding it for three days, and dropping it back to Bret. So almost number five doesn't really matter, but it's still there. Uh, his better reigns were during the NWA years, and there's no way that can beat Bret Hart. So for me, it's Lex Luger moving on to the next round. Steven. Uh uh, this kills me because I'm a huge Bret Hart fan. But after looking at all, like when I was doing the research, that 523 day, just, it's very tough to compete when you hold the title that long. Yeah. And absolutely. when you got to the hot potato, anything, once WCW in mid 90s, same with WWF. It's like, oh, you're champion for three days. Here you go. Next person. Everyone's going to get a turn. So to me, it's Luger. Is it a clean sweep? Oh, yeah. I already oh, raced uh, Brad Hart's uh, information off my computer. So. Yeah. so clean sweep for Lex Luger. Surprising. Well, people Lex Luger, but it is what it is. Fun uh, fact, Luger has the longest reign ever. Cumulative, yeah. No, like one single reign of 500 and something days. No one is even close to it. True. The closest thing is Dean Ambrose, which, but yeah, there's nothing close to, or MVP, I guess, is 343. No one's even in the ballpark of Lex Luger's 523. So moving on to our final match of round number one, Stephen, you get to finish off with Tully Blanchard taking on the ravishing Rick Rude. So Tully Blanchard's first U.S. title 
win is July 1st, 1985. He beats Magnum TA. He holds it for 130 days before he drops it back to Magnum TA. His second reign. I swear you had another one. Sorry, my screen froze there. I guess that's his one and only reign. It's 130 yep. days. I, well, I guess he had the TV title a lot. Um, and then you've got Ravishing Rick Rude. Um, sorry, my screen's a little frozen here. But from what I can see, his first reign is November 19th, 1991. Uh, he beats Sting. He holds it for 378 days. Uh, it's vacated because Rude gets injured. There we go. My screen's working. So they both only had one reign, both fairly long. I'm going Tully Blanchard just because he's a horseman. Jonesy. All right. I was going back in my notes. I was going over the uh, – because uh, wait till you get to Rick Rude. He has a pretty long reign too. Um, not as long as uh, Luger, but it's close. Um, well, anyways, uh, Tully Blanchard, Rick Rude. It's Rick Rude. Uh for me, only because he is – I can't put words together right now. I don't know why, um, and it's not what you think it is. Uh, my computer has messed up all my notes. So, anyways, uh, I'm going um, – I'm sticking with paper next time. Uh, Rick Rude is my pick. Well, uh, unfortunately, Rick Rude, as much as he likes to tell all the – uh, sweat hogs to shut their mouths while he takes off their his robe. He can keep his robe on. He's not moving on to the next round because Tully Blanchard, uh, even though his title reign was a lot shorter than uh, Rick Rude's, what stood out is also what stood out earlier in the uh, program, his steel cage I quit match with uh, Magnum T.A., and when you think of both of their title reigns, whether it's uh, Tully or Rick Rude's, I cannot uh, pull out a title defense by Rick Rude that stands out bigger than that I quit match steel cage. So for me, Tully Blanch is moving on, and that sets up our second round. Steven, do you want to uh, give us a rundown of what happened in the first round? Yeah, so we had Steve Austin losing in a clean sweep to Magnum TA. Uh, we had Greg Valentine beat Ric Flair 2-1, which I consider an upset. Uh, Sarge Gent Slaughter beat Harley Race 2-1. Uh, Ricky Steamboat beat Nikita Koloff 2-1. You'll see a pattern. There's a lot of 2-1s. The Natural Dustin Rhodes beat Bobo Brazil 3-0. Blackjack Mulligan beat Roddy Roddy Piper 2-1. Lex Luger beat Bret Hart 3-0. Tully Blanchard beat Rick Rude 2-1, which sets up Magnum TA versus Greg the Hammer Valentine. Sergeant Slaughter versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. The Natural Dustin Rhodes versus Blackjack Mulligan. And Rick or Lex Luger and Tully Blanchard. Is there anything that surprised you guys in the first round? Um, for myself, not too much. Though, 
I just did look at my notes as I was typing in everything. And yeah, um, I actually did pick Rick Rude uh, when I first did this. But then as we were talking during uh, this whole first round, got down to Tully and uh, Rude. And that's why I did go with uh, the I Quit match. So even I got swayed with our conversation uh, so far. Jonesy? Uh, <laughs> uh, the one I'm actually surprised at, yeah, is Rick Rude. I, I think that, uh, I don't know, Rick Rude, uh, he's a, he was a good U.S. champion, uh, though I think his, um, I think it was him, his feud with uh, uh, Frig. He's on the other list. Uh, Cody, not Cody Rhodes, uh, Dustin Rhodes. Because uh, I think they fought on Saturday night, did they not? Was it for that belt or was it for the TV? Yeah, belt? it was Saturday Night Live. Or Saturday, Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Main Event. Okay. Or not Main Event. God damn it. WCW. Yeah, that Saturday was a really... <laughs> That was a really good series, uh, that, that match. Can you tell that we haven't done it in two months? Oh, a little bit of ring rust. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? I, I tried um, I tried using uh, – um, usually I have handwritten notes in that. So I decided to go with, uh, you know, kind of already pre-written a bit and all that. And, oh, boy, that the fucking didn't work at all. <laughs> so I'm going back to notes next week. We so we're going to start round two with Jonesy. Oh God, um, TA or Hammer? I, I want to go with I want to go with Valentine, uh, but I'm gonna put there. It is that list that you guys sent me. Um, you have basically you got the the. Dog collar match, even though it wasn't for, I believe, the belt, but it was during that whole era. So I kind of count that. And then you go with the cage match. They both had amazing matches. They both, and I, for me, I'm voting for Valentine. But if T Magnum TA had a longer career and wasn't cut short, then I'm sure he would have he would have won my vote on that. But I I just have to go with Valentine. Um, because even though you're not kind of counting it in this, you know that he also went on and was a great IC champ. So uh, I got to go with Valentine on this. Well, uh, for me, it's Valentine as well. I uh, selected him due to that uh, feud also with Piper. It was, uh, once again, like you uh, pointed out, the I quit uh, steel cage versus the collar, which is more rememberable and yeah it's hard to go either way but i just went with uh valentine because he had uh definitely longer uh title reigns for starters and just uh longer career steven is it a clean sweep no i have ta yeah. i thought ta's reign was better uh, the match against tully is just something i prefer so no it's a 2-1 okay I'd agree with that. I'd rather watch the Tully match over the Doug Collar match. Matchup number two has Sergeant Slaughter taking on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Um, just looking at uh, their title reigns again, uh, pulling up my sheets. 
you do have a lot of longer uh, days for uh, slaughter with the uh, title. I even beat Ricky Steamboat for it. Uh, but for myself, uh, once again, it was a feud with Ric Flair and his uh, feud with uh, Steve Austin that for myself, I'm uh, giving the nod to the Dragon. Steven. I'm going Ricky Dragon. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And Jonesy. Is it sweet? <sighs> Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'd like to vote for the Sarge, but uh, I've seen a lot more Ricky Steamboat than I did young Sarge or younger Sarge. So, uh, so I don't know if he was ever young, but um, yeah. So, uh, it's, yeah, it's a clean sweep, baby. Okay. So that moves us on to in the next one, Dustin Rhodes against Blackjack Mulligan. It's like a family affair in a way there. Yeah, this one, I think you guys might be shocked. I'm going Dustin Rhodes. I just, don't get me wrong, love Blackjack Mulligan, just obviously didn't see a lot of it. Um, but I love the Dustin Rhodes title reign, so I'm going Dustin Rhodes. I can't argue with that. Um, he had that uh, three-match series with Ricky the Dragon, also on uh, Saturday night's main event. Um, no, Saturday uh, uh, Saturday night. Uh, Rhodes lost the title to Steve Austin in a two out of three small uh, match at Starcade after losing both falls. Um, Blackjack Mulligan, again, I didn't watch a lot of him. Um, so I just got to go with Dustin. Okay, so uh, my vote really doesn't count, but I was going with Blackjack Mulligan as much as a uh, Dustin Rhodes fan as I am. Uh, just, yeah, I thought uh, Mulligan's uh, Tyler Rain spoke uh, better than uh, what Dustin's did, but that's okay. We move on to the final matchup of this round. And that's Lex Luger against Tully Blanchard. Um, Jean Z. Lex Luger against Tully. Uh, without overthinking it, for me, it's Lex Luger. Uh, again, he just, he's believable as a world champion, but. He's better as a U.S. Uh, and Tully's great, but uh, uh, I got to go with Luger. Okay, and I am also going with uh, Lex Luger. Just that uh, length of title reign and uh, more quality uh, championship uh, thing compared to uh, Tully's only once uh, reign. Is it a clean sweep? It is. You you just can't. It's tough. As much as I love Tully and I love the matches against TA, Lex Luger, he's got too many reigns, too long of reigns. So if we were talking TV title, it might be something different. But U.S. title, it's it's Luger. It's a clean sweep. Yeah, because basically after uh, the formation of the Horsemen, 
Uh, Telly went to, uh, as I said, TV title, but he was also tagging with Arn. So he got uh, t- taken out of that singles uh, competition. And you had people like Lex, Sting, Sid, uh, Wyndham all put in that uh, secondary championship uh, representation of the four horsemen until he got taken out of the singles uh, ranks. So he could have had probably more, but unfortunately only had that one reign. So that uh, completes the second round. And so we had Greg the Hammer beat Magnum TA 2-1. Ricky the Dragon beat Sergeant Slaughter 3-0. The Natural Dustin Rhodes beat Blackjack Mulligan 2-1. And Lex Luger beat Tully 3-0, which, at least for me, I had no surprises that round. Anyone else have anything? I was actually surprised Dustin uh, made it as far as he has. Uh, That was, I think, the one that has been different from what I uh, predicted when I did my uh, brackets uh, the other day. Jonesy? Uh, It's like a horse race. Um, Got some right, got some wrong. I think we have a good final four. Uh, They're all talented, uh, not all great wrestlers, but uh, maybe three out of four are... (laughs) Yeah. Well, we'll move on to uh, the semifinals with match number one, which, oddly enough, is a matchup that we saw at uh, WrestleMania four when people were hoping that Steamboat would have uh, won to go against uh, Savage in the uh, second round. And uh, that didn't happen because he lost to Valentine. But for myself... I think this time in our tournament brackets, Steamboat will beat Valentine uh, to move to the finals. But that's not my uh, total pick. It's you guys uh, fighting it now to see if Steamboat goes to the finals or if Valentine does. Steven? Oh, I have Ricky the Dragon going to the finals. I just think the series he had with Flair leading into the next series of matches he has, it's just too good. Don't get me wrong, the dog collar match was great, but it wasn't for the U.S. title. So I'm going Ricky the Dragon. Jonesy, is it a clean sweep? Uh, no, you know what? I'm 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 going. I think Valentine deserves a vote in there. I mean, Rick, yeah, Rick Rude is the better wrestler to watch. Um, Greg is just. Uh, just gritty. He looks. He looks nasty, uh, and I think he was great for the U.S. belt. Okay, so it's a two to one uh, victory for Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, and that takes us to our second semifinal matchup with Dustin Rhodes taking on the Total Package Lex Luger. Oh, it, for me, it's easy. It's Lex Luger. He, he had the longest reigning. He, he had the longest reign of any U.S. champion ever, of 528 days, a lot of reigns. Don't get me wrong, the natural was had a good run, but Lex Luger is just too much. So it's Luger for me. Jonesy? He was the natural. Uh, Luger. 
And that makes that one a clean sweep also because uh, looking at my uh, sheet as well, I didn't obviously expect Dustin to be in the uh, semifinals, but um, yeah, I had Luger making his way to the finals against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, and so that's what we're going to end up uh, seeing happening. Just uh, refresh on the brackets. As you see, the finals there, uh, Steamboat versus Luger. Any uh, surprise that you would have seen differently happening if somebody had been uh, shuffled around that maybe should have gotten out of the first round that didn't? Um, probably probably Brad Hart or Harley Harley Race, Rick Flair. There's three. Rick Flair, Harley Race, and Brad Hart. If potentially if they have someone um Above they face over. someone else, they might move on. So those would be the three that kind of, if they get a different um Draw, maybe they move on. So I'm deciding between Luger and Ricky right now. There we go. Well, uh, if you want to then uh, dive right in, let's uh, see what it is. Uh, the finals Ricky the Dragon Steamboat against the total package Lex Luger. You know, I can't give favoritism to Ricky. Uh, I love Ricky, but Luger held the belt the longest. He had, like, you look at his run, he had two and a half years of either having the belt or having matches going for that belt. Uh, to me, he just had a, a long friggin' run, and it outweighs Ricky's uh, three um, uh, uh, championships, uh, in my mind. So I got to go with Ricky. Oh, sorry, not Ricky. God, Luger. I was looking up at that. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I got that one marked for you. Uh, for myself, Ricky Steamboat is the guy who suffered an injury uh, in me getting uh, my fandom started thanks to uh, Savage dropping a uh, ring bell in his throat. Uh, you would think that I have a kinship to uh, Steamboat to uh, go with everything, but as you see on screen, our winner is Lex Luger, because I'm picking Luger. Now, was that going to be a clean sweep for you? Yes, it was. I was trying to play Luger's theme like I normally would. Um, yeah, it was a clean sweep. I mean, you had a theme. Uh, yeah, it was that dumb one that I just played. Um, you have to like, keep in mind though, back then theme music wasn't as good as it is now. Um, well, yes, yeah, well, so the, the, the fabulous Freebirds had an awesome. Oh wait, no, they didn't. Hey, Bad Street USA was probably the only good thing uh, that did come out music-wise uh, from that side of things. Uh, no. So yeah, Lex Luger. <laughs> I'm actually surprised because I, my also uh, personal feelings, uh, aside from what he's unfortunately attached to with uh, Miss Elizabeth 
And unfortunately, that uh, kissing babies and shaking hands uh, failed tour across the U.S. and the Lex Express. But uh, yeah, he pulled it out. Uh, he's the winner. Longest title I'm winning it. Based on the 528 day reign, I had him winning it. Yeah. I I had Steamboat, but arguments throughout the whole uh, show. And that's the uh, bonus of having uh, multiple voices can uh, change things uh, along the way. Jonesy, any final thoughts? No, I'm looking forward to the uh, the IC one. I'm not sure if that's so, up next, but uh, that's the one uh, I kind of look forward to. And that was going to be my question to uh, you two. Um, do we finish off the U.S. title with the WWE side of things, or will we stay old school with WWF Intercontinental Championship? I think we go old school again, because soon we're going to have to talk recent wrestling, and it's going to want to make me jump out my windows. Understandable. So, with that said, next week we will do the Intercontinental title, uh, which is going to be... The WWF uh, from Pat Patterson until I think about 2001 ish when uh, Ed united the uh, IC title and the US belt. We'll uh, stop there. Plus, while well, they did switch the uh, letters to WWE, so it's about 20 years of WWE that we'll do for the IC title in the other half of uh, that one. So we're going to go from Pat Patterson to basically Edge in 2001. Uh, we'll uh, do that one next week. Thank you guys for getting back to Fantasy Warfare Tournament, having some ideas of maybe some uh, future guests and allowing them to uh, select uh, some topics. Uh, it'll be uh, a fun conversation along the way and get uh, somebody else's perspective other than ours. So uh, until next week, thank you. And be sure to watch this on YouTube, Facebook, and listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere else you get podcasts from. Till then, have a good one. Peace. Bye.